Welcome back to another week of Spiritually Sourced. I'm your host, Missy, and I'm so excited to be here for another episode. I feel like I say that every single week, but I genuinely am so excited to be back on semi-regular uploads. And I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has shared or sent me a message saying that you're really enjoying the podcast being back because it honestly has acted as the motivation to continue jumping on and recording. So my deepest gratitude to you all. But this week, I'm really excited to get a little bit personal with kind of like a life update, I guess, with some lessons kind of interwoven in there. Whatever I share on the podcast is generally what I've been learning within my own life. So I either share that in real time as I'm going, or it's been a lesson that I've had on my own spiritual journey, on my own life journey path, whatever we want to call it, this beautiful non-linear road that we are all traveling on in this lifetime. But this, this week is really kind of like a immediate post transition, I guess I would call it. And we're going to be touching on manifestation and what it feels like to actually up level in life and to manifest the things that you're calling in and what that can really look like. Because I found it really interesting whenever I listen to manifestation podcasts, whenever I listen to other people's stories of what they have manifested, because I find that really beneficial. This is going off in a bit of a side note here, but Following people who share their stories, following people who are in a space that you want to be in allows your subconscious to expand to see that that is also possible for you. So the reason why I find it so incredible when people share like personal details in their story and, you know, kind of where they've started and where they are now and what they have caught into their reality through the process of manifestation is because it allows our subconscious to see that it's possible. And those personal details can stop thoughts like, for example, you know, okay, they've manifested that, but they have rich parents or they've manifested that, but they have a rich partner that's supporting them. So when you go in and share details, like the fact that they have grown up without money or the fact that they're single, whatever it might be, It leaves little to no space for your subconscious mind or your mind to be like, well, they've got this to make up an an excuse of why they've been able to call that thing into their life and why it's not possible for you. And I don't mean that to sound really harsh, but also I do if you have to hear that because we can all manifest things, right? If you're listening to this podcast, I always say this, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're taking in information via books or social media, whatever it might be, you have a level of privilege that allows you to explore this space of manifestation, to explore the concept of manifestation and to manifest anything that you really do set your mind to. So to me, it allows no room for error when people share their story in such a vulnerable way, because they can then act as expanders for other people. And that is such a beautiful thing, because as I said, it allows our subconscious mind to see what we can then have, right? And that's where reprogramming the subconscious mind really comes into that manifestation. You know, part of the process is to see what other people are doing to know that we can also do that, right? It's also getting very clear on your soul desires and what it is that you're wanting to call in and taking the action steps towards that. It's not just about visualization and watching other people do it. It's about taking the inspired action towards that thing that you want to call in. You know, it's this really beautiful co-creation with the universe where you state your intention, you state your desires, but then you actually put in the fucking work to call those things in, right? You can't just sit in a room and wait for it to magically appear, 
you know, you've got to have the law of vibration, the law of attraction, the law of action, all of these things, you have to be taking that inspired action towards your manifestations. And that's what I really want to touch on today. And also get really clear that sometimes your manifestations aren't going to come in exactly the way that you think, but they will often come in better. And that is why releasing the how of your manifestations coming in is so incredibly important because there have been so many manifestations that I have written down, that I've scripted, that I wrote down and things in my life have somewhat not gone to plan. And I've been like, well, fuck, there goes that manifestation. Like that's not going to come into my reality now, only for it to come into my reality in a different, better way. And I feel like me moving house over the weekend is such a perfect example of this. Like if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, shameless plug, highly recommend. I'm Mystic Missy. I share a lot on my Instagram. If you guys saw where I moved, I'm now living in this beautiful apartment that is literally on the water. Like you walk out onto our balcony and it's water. I'm looking at the boats. I'm looking at the water. It's peaceful. It's quiet. My new roommate is incredible. Our house is filled with plants and furniture that I love. And it's just such a beautiful location. But I had a lot of resistance into moving into this apartment because I thought that my old apartment was this manifestation that I had called in. My old apartment, I was living across the road from the beach, had beautiful lighting. It was in a really great little town that I loved. And I had a lot of resistance to leaving that because I thought that that was the best that I could do basically. And this is me saying that in hindsight, when I was still there, I was like, no, like, why am I passing up an apartment that's across the road from the beach? You know, this is, this is incredible. And it was this opportunity to really feel into what my intuition was telling me. And although I could have stayed at that old apartment, one, it didn't feel easy to do that in the way that it required a lot of pushing and forcing to stay there. And two, there was just something in my intuition telling me that this move was going to be such a good thing. And I only saw this apartment once before I moved in. And I only met my roommate once before I moved in and it was at night. So I couldn't see the view. I couldn't like our apartment's quite dark in the evening, which is amazing because it has beautiful mood lighting, but I hadn't really explored it that much. Like again, I'm in a new area that I don't know very well. And so I had a lot of resistance, but something was telling me that this was the right decision. And up until the day that I moved in, I had such huge anxiety, like huge anxiety about this move. I felt really apprehensive about it still. There was a part of me that knew that it was the right thing, but I was also questioning my intuition and questioning whether it was the right thing. And it was really funny the day before I moved, I had like a closing ceremony at my old apartment and something clicked in me. And I just thought, this doesn't feel like my space anymore. This doesn't feel like the space that I'm meant to be in. And my old apartment was a space of a lot of healing for me. It's like when I went through the separation at the beginning of the year and I went full time in my business, I was living with friends for the first time. All of these new changes really occurred in that apartment. And I feel like it served me so beautifully for that time period, but I also felt like I had outgrown that. And as soon as I walked into this apartment on Saturday, when I moved in, I was just blown away by the energy that I felt in here. I felt so expansive, 
so elated and uplifted and inspired and it honestly felt like such a huge up level and probably the biggest up level I've ever experienced apart from becoming single and quitting my job to go full-time in my business. Both of those things were as sad as the separation was, it was also incredibly uplifting and a new level of independence. And the same with quitting my job to go full time. It was such a scary feeling, but also so igniting knowing that I was stepping into this full time. And that's what I felt like. And this, this was like that tenfold. And why I wanted to share that is because I did have such resistance and it didn't manifest the way that I thought. And to be honest, this entire year hasn't manifested the way that I had intended it to, but it's worked out better. It has worked out far better than I could have imagined. This time a year ago, I was manifesting an engagement, a house in the forest. Working for myself full-time was definitely in there. I was manifesting so many other things that looking back on that, they didn't actually feel aligned with what my soul was desiring. Like there was that nudge from within that knew that that wasn't right. And this comes into trusting your intuition and listening to those nudges that you receive and understanding that those nudges aren't always going to be easy to follow because they can require a lot of change in your life, whether that does mean leaving a relationship or leaving a career or moving, whatever it might be, like change feels scary. Change is terrifying. I'm not taking away from that. But what I've come to learn with that fear of change is to look at it in a way that am I more scared to stay on this path where I'm not feeling 100% fulfilled and I'm being nudged in another direction or is it scarier to actually follow those nudges? and step into the unknown. And I know that for me, every time now, it's going to feel scarier staying on a path that doesn't feel the most fulfilling. It's going to feel scarier to stay on a path where I feel like I'm not being true to myself and I'm not living, I hate using the term in alignment, but I'm going to use it here, in alignment with what my soul is calling me to do. Because our soul, like it doesn't know barriers. Our soul doesn't fuck with playing small or limiting ourselves. It doesn't understand. It's like, why, why are we doing this? Why aren't you taking that action? Like, let's go. It's just our, our human mind and our ego get that gets in the way of that and where fear steps in and that stops us and questions ourselves and questions our strength, right? Through conditioning and our lived experiences. Our soul doesn't understand that. Our soul only knows strength and purpose and freedom and abundance and love and joy and happiness and strength and all of these beautiful things. And I know that for me, following that path that feels scary to my ego but so incredibly fulfilling to my soul is always going to lead me to these feelings of elation. And that has come with a lot of practice. Like this is like three plus years of listening to those nudges, having the fear, doubting, staying still, staying with the fear, but then taking the action and being like, well, if this doesn't work out, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's worked out every time. And it's about having that trust and truly cultivating that faith within the universe and with spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, we use these words interchangeably and your soul knowing that it is guiding you towards the highest path. That doesn't mean that there isn't going to be difficulty because as I said, 
it's always guiding you towards this this new level, but it means that you're going to have these incredible lessons along the way. And this lifetime is about learning. That's why we incarnate as human beings in my belief and my opinion and what I've been shown. Like we incarnate to learn specific lessons so that we can build our soul wisdom, basically. It's building upon that soul wisdom. It's here for us to learn and to grow and to experience all of these things. And I am so grateful that I have learned so many of these lessons because if I think about the life that I would have continued living if I hadn't followed these nudges, I think about how fucking boring, number one, that life would have been. And number two, how unfulfilling that would have been. Like if I hadn't have followed the nudges that I have felt to start this business to follow where I'm being guided to be of service to others to really step into this purpose to work for myself full time to even even the nudges to venture into spirituality I would probably still be depressed anxious with a drug and drinking problem like that's the truth of the situation not that I had a really bad problem, but I was like a go hard or go home mentality. And so every weekend I was binge drinking and doing recreational drugs. And that's probably where I'd still be if I hadn't of stopped and listened to where I was being guided and gone through some really difficult, dark, magic, dark moments where I got very honest and clear with myself and allowed myself to go through those lessons. And this is what I mean, how your spiritual journey, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, isn't always going to be guiding you towards the easiest path in terms of change, but it's going to feel like the easiest path in terms of it's going to feel right. There isn't going to feel like there's this resistance stopping you. You're not going to feel like you have to push. Now, don't get that confused with not having to work and not having to take the inspired action But I mean that the inspired action is going to feel like it's flowing. The inspired action is going to feel like it makes sense to an extent. I'm talking on like a universal level here. When you start things like your own business and working for yourself full time, if we're looking at it in those terms, there's going to be moments where you're going to have to learn and it's going to feel hard. Like when I'm looking at the back end of my website, that doesn't feel like it's flowing easily. But I know that it's necessary and I know that the overall large vision of me working on the back end of the website is serving that vision. So not getting it confused with like throwing your hands up in the air and be like, oh, this is easy now. Like I followed my intuition. I don't have to do anything. No, you still have to take the inspired action. But I mean easy in the way that it's going to feel fulfilling to you. It's going to feel like your overall large vision is flowing into your reality. It's already in your reality. It's not going to feel like you're constantly being met with setbacks. You're constantly feeling like you're not doing the right thing in the way that there's this this intrinsic intuitive knowing within you that that isn't something you're supposed to be doing. And we all know that feeling whether we want to acknowledge that at first or not because as I said, it can feel really hard following that. And It can feel scary, but it's such a process of manifestation. And this goes hand in hand with up leveling. Like I was saying at the beginning, like that up leveling, it's not always going to feel easy because if what we wanted didn't require us to change and to grow, we'd already have that thing. 
right? It would already be within our reality because we wouldn't, it would already be with us, right? Whereas when we see ourselves within our highest vision, when we remember what our highest vision looks like, because our soul always knows, our soul always knows what our highest vision looks, feels, acts, does, speaks, loves. It knows what it feels like. As I said, it's just our ego that forgets that. But when we begin moving forward, remembering and allowing ourselves to act from that space, it is going to feel uncomfortable. It is going to feel like you're required to be more in the sense that you have to show up for yourself more, that you have to take radical self-responsibility, that you have to understand yourself on a deep level. But whilst that can feel really difficult in the beginning, once you get into the practice of understanding yourself and feeling into that and moving into that, it is the most fulfilling feeling in the entire world. It is such a fuck yes feeling. But these up-leveling experiences won't always play out how we think they're going to look like. And so it does come back to releasing the how something's going to come into your reality. And sometimes it's about releasing the exact vision down to the pinpoint that you have. And knowing that once you release that, you're allowing space for that or something better to come into your reality. And that you're loosening the grip that you have around your life going a certain way. You're relinquishing control to an extent. And control to us, specifically those of us that carry childhood trauma around feeling like we weren't in control, is a really difficult thing to let go of. But it comes with having that trust and knowing that when you follow that guidance, you're going to call in your desires in the way that you envision or better. I know that this sounds really woo-woo and I remember I used to listen to these and I knew that this was the truth. Like there was a part of me that knew that I could call my manifestations in, I could call my visions in, that I knew that this was my truth. That's why I started exploring it. But there was also that part of me that was like, I don't know how, I don't understand how. And it was such a process of releasing that how and letting go and surrendering in the fact that it's like, well, this thing isn't in my reality now. So if I'm relinquishing control and calling it in, like what's the worst that can happen? Like I don't have it now. So if I let let go of control and it comes in, then amazing. I can see that it's working. That's exactly what I did. So it's not becoming so desperate to call in your manifestations And that was a really difficult thing in the beginning as well. If you guys know my story, like I have come from extreme lack mindset and I understand what it's like to want to call in something like financial abundance that you feel safe. But I'm really grateful that I started off with very little. I'm talking like less than a dollar in my bank account. To clarify, because I think details, as I said, help show our subconscious what is possible. Because it allowed me to truly, truly understand the concept 
that abundance is within and that you are abundant and your physical reality doesn't dictate what that abundance feels like, what that love feels like. It has to start within. You have to feel that within you. You must come back to yourself because that's where it starts. And I think that's probably the most important thing that I can share on manifestation is becoming grateful for what you have in this moment and for who you are in this moment because who you are in this moment is beautiful. Who you are in this moment is a powerful being. Who you are in this moment is an incredible soul living a purpose here on earth in this time. And so coming back to that and having trust in yourself first and foremost and having an understanding of yourself first and foremost is the most important thing. And from there, follow where you're being led. Take the inspired action, release control and have that trust. And allow your subconscious to expand. Allow yourself to see what is possible for you. Follow other people's stories. Expand your mind into a new way of thinking. Speak your new reality into existence. If you're constantly telling yourself, I am broke, I have no money, nobody loves me, I'm this, I'm that, whatever it is, stop. Stop that narrative. And start infusing a new narrative into your life. How can you speak to yourself as if you were your higher self already, which you are, but it's your perspective that doesn't see your higher self? Imagine you were living as your higher self. How would they speak to themselves? How would they speak to others? How would they view their reality in that moment and start acting from that space that is you taking that inspired action? I hope this episode served you in some way. If you enjoyed, please share it on Instagram, tag your friends, send it to a friend, leave a review, rate. Not only does it allow me to see that you guys are enjoying it, but it really does help the podcast reach more people. And if it's helped you, then it might help someone else. I also wanted to use this opportunity to let you know that I am opening space for my one-on-one mentorship program. This is basically where I work one-on-one with people, which is not something that I advertise very often, but I felt the call to open spaces. There are currently two one-on-one spaces available now. Through working one-on-one, we go deep into your journey, whether that be going through shadow work, your spiritual abilities, overcoming self-limiting beliefs, working on your business. We can cover whatever intuitively is coming up for you and where we feel like together we want to focus to really bring you into this recognition of power within yourself. So if this is something that you feel called to, please send me an email. I don't have a sales page for my one-on-one mentorship. I don't often advertise it as I already said. This is only if you feel ready to go extremely deep in your journey and to really commit and devote to yourself through this because working one-on-one really requires you to step up to the plate and to go deep into that self-discovery. And I say that from experience, I get one-on-one sessions. I've had one-on-one sessions with other coaches and 
it honestly is one of the most transformational things you can do. Having that accountability with somebody there guiding you through your journey, but also understanding that it is you. It is you reclaiming your power. It is you stepping into your worth. You just have the guidance there with you. So if that's something that you feel called to, send me an email. I'll leave all of my contact info in the show notes. But thank you so deeply again for listening to the podcast. I have so much deep love and gratitude for you all. And I'll see you in the next episode.